Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Champs at Last, the podcast where we just chat shit about wrestling. I'm Andrew, and as always, I'm joined by the very yawny Lee. How are you, mate? You good? So oh, yeah. to keep you awake, mate. Yeah, a bit tired. Glad I've got you talking in the cans to uh, keep me awake tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, might, be, and, might be an hour of you vamping on your own. Because yeah, <laughs> what you just told me, hello, to be honest. Yeah, just seconds before we come on air, going, well, we might have just you talk, chat and shit for yourself for 55 minutes. I'm like, great. I've already had to do that this week. I had to deliver some training to two poor ladies who had to listen to me essentially talk at them for about 50 minutes <laughs> straight. <laughs> How many inappropriate things did you inadvertently say? None. Fucking hell. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I didn't make anyone cry. That's a win. Well, were they on camera and you were also on camera? No. Uh, just no no cameras. To us, that made things a little bit more awkward. Because, uh, Yeah, I can imagine. As I've not really met these people, I felt like I wanted to have my camera on to better show that I was engaged with what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I look estate currently, so I don't really want to have my camera on. Yeah, um, you've looked the same that you've looked from the past 15 years. Oh, and the rest. But uh, no, my, <laughs> my hair my hair is atrocious currently, so I was like, yeah, it's not. It's just not happening. Uh, yeah. So, no, I, I'm, 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 well, I'm well versed this week in just chatting shit for... For a good portion of time. Cool. To be honest, you've been well versed on that for quite a while. To be fair, mate. I know, and I'm supposed to be the introvert of the group. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I am doing this from the comfort of my own home. If there are other people around, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not doing a podcast in the studio anytime soon. You'll be all right. <laughs> can't afford them no. prices. No, we cannot. Uh, we get on. Uh, right, shall we get down to sort of actual cannon fodder yeah. first? The nitty gritty of wrestling this week. Yeah. The, blo- yeah. the blood and guts of wrestling. Yeah, we've, we've, we've got through the art of conversation. Uh, we'll move on to the delights of the, the, the last week in wrestling. And yeah, I think blood and guts is the obvious big thing that's really happened this week. Do yeah. you felt it? Do you feel that it delivered? I enjoyed it. I know you were slightly on the fence with it. It it told a good story. It was actually booked relatively well. The only bit I spoiled it was was the ending because it the ending was poorly produced, not from a wrestler side standpoint, but purely in the fucking camera work. And you're like. When like Jericho fell off the top of the cage and like you clearly see he fell into painted cardboard and you're like WWE wouldn't do any shit. They do a lot of things wrong, but they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have fucked up on that. I mean, I always know that it's essentially a dressed table that they're falling onto. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, <laughs> don't I get completely what you mean. shatter the illusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a shame because there's almost two pay-per-views in a row where the ending has been a, a slight talking point on the yeah, internet afterwards. It's, it's not as bad as the um, oh, God, the, no. the exploding barbed wire one. 
Like they, they can definitely come back from this one. This is fine. Oh yeah, I, I no, I wouldn't say I barely noticed, but I don't think it was that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it, it was still a man falling off got twenty feet. Oh, oh, you you definitely fall into kayfabe now. It, it was about you, it's between ten and twelve in reality, isn't it? But they always say like, oh, it's twenty feet. Yeah. Well, to be honest. Falling off 10 or 12 just sounds like a great height to me anyway. They could build it as that and everything would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I did enjoy it. I, I thought the match was, was good. Um, had a good sort of few spots. It, what seemed sort of strange to me is once everybody was kind of in there. And everyone bladed. Everyone wow. bladed. Yeah. But kind of. Instead of, of how we've seen with, and, and I'm going to have to use war games as an example, yeah, yeah. you know, with those matches, a lot of time you see people put stuff into the ring. Yeah, so they'll, yeah. you know, you'll shove a bunch of chairs in there, tables come in, they, they take the weapons there. This yeah. one, it just seemed weird. When they all were in there, it was literally just 10 guys yeah. in there. And see, I personally prefer that. The, the whole bringing the weapons into the ring is very WWE, sure. NXT. Whereas in the classic old school war games matches from like WCW, it was just literally them in a ring because it originally it was based on a, a blood feud, so it needed this to kill it off. It didn't need any more weapons. So I did like the fact that I didn't. I know Sean Spears brought a chair in, but that, that's his fucking gimmick. That's, so yeah, exactly. Fine, that's his gimmick. Go for it's fine. It. Uh, oh, who was it that took the fucking headshot? It was either Santana or Ortiz. It was, it was one of them. And like, Sean yeah. Spears just fucking rattles it again. And you're like, I really hope this chair is fucking gimmicked. I know, it's, 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 it's not great, especially in this day and age. It's like, it's fucking terrible. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I got it. And, and to be honest, I, I really like the way that it did end. Because the whole part, I was thinking, well, how are they going to get someone to submit or give up? Because I, there's, I did there's, actually, there's so many people that are in that ring. I really like that situation, to be fair. And, and so I was thinking, how are they going to kind of get around that? Uh, and to be fair, it, it really it, that did work for me. I, I enjoyed that part of the story of, of like MGF going up. And then, again, going to threaten to throw him off the 30-foot yeah. high yeah. stage, you know, and... And having the other lads go, oh shit, yeah. nah, 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 don't like, no, we give up, you're you cool. Because is Jericho going to be pissed at that the lads gave up on him? Uh, yeah, no. Would he be like, no, I'd, I'd have died for you, I'd have jumped off the, the thing, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that kind of works. It's it's thinking a little bit ahead, so uh, it's, it's all right for me. It did kind of leave like, um, I think it, it could be quite iconic for, um, AEW going forward of MJF on top of the cage, blood pissing out of him, and then like him just smiling. I don't know if you've seen the image. Yeah. You know, that's quite a look. They could definitely use that going forward. Yeah, man. Um, and also, it still baffles me that he's only fucking 25. I know, right? The only thing is, though, how far do they go with this before 
they have to bump him up. But then at the moment, that's going to be heel versus heel. Does Moxley have to come back in and win again? Yeah. To then be a transitional champ for MJ. I, yeah. I, that, unless, um, unless they maybe put the TNT belt on him for a bit. But, <laughs> however. But yeah. I, I personally think Darby's going to lose the belt next week. And I've just wrote him a good little storyline so he doesn't have to look too weak and drop the belt. Yeah, I mean, he's had probably two of the best matches certainly that AEW have had this year yeah. in, in the past month or so um, in those TNT title uh, main events. So, is he, yeah, he's certainly kind of cemented his, his place there and if they're going so, to be bumping up. Cemented is a good word to use. Considering it is, yeah. Talking. I mean, that was, yeah. Uh, that was, that was uh, a fortunate um, use of the phrase there. But uh, I assume Darby coming up in that spot on his own of just throwing himself down, throw down the stairs. Jeez, I know. It's crazy. There was a lot of peril up there because it's yeah. like, realise how high they were. They throw Scorpio Sky into the bins that are yeah, just yeah. fortunately placed because otherwise he's going to go over that barrier like fucking hell that's a lot of trust in these guys here um, but yeah I think I, I genuinely didn't I didn't see Miro turn on Kip Sabian to be honest I, I hadn't seen oh, that if you uh, if you go back and watch it it's, it's fucking delightful because Miro just destroys him and then picks him up in the palm of his hand so his head is cradled and then just starts talking to him going like Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Turns into a bit of a maniac. Fucking hell. Honestly, it's some good shit, man. Okay. I want to. Some good bollocks, as we call it. I'll I'll get that on the old YouTube. Um, Yeah, so I haven't kind of seen that. And and I think if they're going to push Mirror, they they, they have to do it now because he hasn't really done that much since he's made his grand entrance to AEW. I think since he's turned more heel, so he's now a super heel, I think that's how he works. If sure. you turn if you turn heel on another heel, surely that makes you a super heel. <laughs> sure, yeah. So in the past two weeks, I think he has gathered that momentum, which he he probably should have had coming in instead yeah. of being as much as I love Kip Sabian, essentially a fucking psyche. In, in a very much mid card storyline. Yeah, and um, I want to get your opinion on something. To be fair, because we've not actually spoke about this. Um, next week on AEW for number one contender to Kenny Omega's AEW World Championship. Indeed. You've got Orange Cassidy versus Pac. That's number one and number two ranked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, current wrestlers. But to be honest, I thought it was Hangman Page and, uh, and Brian Cage who were ranked number one and two like last week previously. Well, you would be incorrect, sir, because <laughs> apparently... I was, I was a bit confused. <laughs> but the uh, stats don't lie. It's uh, actually Orange Cassidy so, versus Pac. Yeah, so my question to you is, because Pac's heel, technically. Yeah, he's a I bastard. Mean, he's a bastard. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's a bit of a tweener, but yeah. Um, do you buy Kenny Omega versus Orange Cassidy? I think I have to, because I, I was thinking about that um, sort of myself and the fact that they had that little promo 
where Kenny just pretends he doesn't exist, basically. Absolutely rips yeah, yeah. the piss out of him. Takes his glasses off. Don't talk about um, Pack at all. Pack doesn't even get involved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of time for a promo before that, I suppose. But, you know, he hasn't really said anything. It's that whole thing of everybody is going to go, well, Pac's obviously going to win that. Yeah, yeah I'd like to see Pack versus Kenny Omega. Again. I think it's, I think they might swerve us, you know, not real swerve way, but I think they might go Orange Cassidy next week. And then they'll have a couple of weeks to try and actually book that. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, we, don't we, get me wrong. We, we, we're going to watch Kenny, it. Yeah, we all know Kenny's not going to lose his belt anytime soon. Yeah, he'll so, have to start losing one of the other four, which exactly he currently yeah. has. Yeah, and apparently, uh, Impact Wrestling were a bit pissy that they didn't actually showcase their belt. They just put it on Michael Naka Zaka. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, he's a heel. What he does. Um. So yeah, I, I think that might be where it goes. But I guess we'll, we'll see a little bit more of that. Um. Colour next time. Yeah. Um, so I think if anything really sort of happened on NXT as well for us. Um, all, all, all I kind of have is there are new tag champs. Yeah. I finally, finally managed to get my wish. I enjoyed that match, to be fair. Yeah, man. Some, yeah. Uh, some good shit going on. There's a new stable. There's a, there's Isaiah uh, Swerve Scott. We're going to call him Shane Strickland. I'd have been okay with it. We're all friends here. Oh, no, yeah. shame. That's not a problem for me. Because uh, AJ Francis, who was name-dropped, which, you know, there's a big difference between uh, main roster commentary of when someone debuts and they Who don't the know hell is this? Is. Who the hell is this? I've like, never big, seen this prick before. Like big Joseph just went, oh, yeah, it's AJ Francis. Uh, of course. It's that fella, isn't it? I've watched it the product before. Who's also one of the hosts on uh, that WWE Hidden Treasures thing? Christ, you! Yeah. You've gone, you've gone too far down the rabbit hole, you sir. It's you're, a big you're, show. You're, you're, in, you're in too deep. It's a big show, on ain't it? What can I say? <laughs> Next week, they've got a, a biography on Booker T, so you might want to check. Oh, that sounds that sounds fucking great. <laughs> uh, saying that, have you, have you watched um, uh, that Young Rock program? You can watch that all. No, I'm not. I'm not seeing any of that. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Things uh, like I've, six episodes deep now, really. Yeah, it's been renewed for like um, season two as well. Okay. Uh, have you actually seen it, or you just? No, no, no. Because I was going to say, if you know somewhere I can actually watch it, then I will. Uh, uh, I'll sit down and watch it. Uh, I do, to be honest, because the reason that I knew that it was available because it might be the same place where I might watch NXT. That's all I'm going to say to you. All right, fair enough. <laughs> BT Sport then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah BT Sport. Um, yeah, I, 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 I like that um, Candice and India now champs. I, I think that's kind of where they should have gone with the thing anyway. Have maybe the actual tag team. Yeah. Win, win some you know the, the one with matching gear and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, that was a very nice touch when I was watching. And I was like, "Oh, no, the gear's matching. That's cool." Exactly. 
Um, so no, it, it was cool. Uh, the whole shoes off for, for Gibson stuff keeps going. They they whack him with an actual shoe. Yeah. Was, it, was it Vic Joseph's shoe? Or like Wade's uh, shoe? No, it was Wade Barrett. Cause it was Wade Barrett's shoe. Wade Barrett just said, where's my shoe gone? <laughs> like he commentates with them on the table. Where the and he's just, bloody hell are my shoes? <laughs> that's a fucking terrible impression, that is, isn't it? Yeah, it was. We'll we'll start getting the complaints again soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep doing more of them. As then, is my yeah. gimmick. <laughs> then yeah, a minute later, bang shoe. White goes, and that's my shoe, and I go, that's a very good spot. It was. Uh, we got more Ted DiBiase. Brilliant. Did Lovely he buy? In a, did he buy in a club this week? Is that? Yes, because he goes, why buy a booth? We can buy the whole damn club. Yeah. And then, do you want ah, to do a laugh? And there ah, you go. Stop this. Everybody's got a price, Lou. Yeah, Everybody's like, got a price. I like the fact uh, Cameron Grimes just changes, uh, changes his little line. Instead of to the moon, it's uh, to the VIP room. To the VIP room. <laughs> yeah, it's a good shit, man. He's just such a little prick. I love him. <laughs> Actually got a win this week as well, didn't he? Uh, he did. He did. I mean, he was against... Jobber, was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, oh, Jake Atlas. So, King King Jobber. Jobbers and stars. Yeah. But seen then, not Job, a, Jobber with street cred. Yeah, not an official nah, egg and nah. hammer. Nah, he, he's a jobber with respect in the locker room. Yeah, yeah. Like, he knows his role. He'll yep. beat lower mid-card guys. Yeah. But if he needs to, like, step out of his boundaries, no. Nah. Capable, capable of having having a good match with good talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a good hand. Exactly. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll touch briefly on NXT UK for you. Uh, I did text you earlier to say, Jesus Christ, I think Ilya Dragunov has just broken Dave the Bastard's nose, and turns out, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I've not I've not read it again since to be like, oh fucking hell, Dave, you actually done it. But yeah, they they replayed it in slow motion. It is bang on the nose. It, was it, it's good shit. Was it like CJ Parker just obliterating Kevin Owens' nose? Uh, yes. And you know, don't ruin it, man. Christ, we've not even got through this this month's uh, takeover. Don't be ruining other ones. This month's sound like it was a monthly thing. I'm not, I'm still trying to figure out the sequence in which they're going. <laughs> oh, no, is are they quarterly? Are they even that that often yet? Uh, I'm I'm still unsure. Can't remember. So so we need an extra hour to fill on the network. In fairness, it's it's September. That much I know. This one takes place in September because it was uh, September the eleventh. Yeah, yeah, because it was thirteen years um, to to the day, wasn't it? That's uh, why a certain seven foot tall person. May or may not have been wearing uh, a New York emblem. Just a little touch. Don't ruin the show, man. Uh, <laughs> and uh, in, in the biggest, lowest stake loser leaves the brand match of all time, which I got wrong, it, it actually happened in the classic WWE uh, booking of in two weeks' time. So I was a little premature. It didn't happen last week. It happened this week. Uh, between Emir Jordan and Kelly Williams, which like to hazard a guess at who 
has had to knock uh, off. I, I saw no results, to be fair. So. Brilliant. It, it, uh, it got um, it got praised on the internet, which is why it piqued my attention. Okay. Uh, and I've said it was um, one of the best book to tag team angles. It's a shame it was wasted on NXT UK talent. <laughs> wow. There's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well played, lads. It's a shame it was on you, Swats, though. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I believe it was Amir Jordan that uh, left the brand. It, it was. I don't know where he goes from here because I can't imagine him rocking up on NXT. No. It's 205 still an exclusive thing. Can he go back? Don't know. Maybe he's going to create a 205 UK, which will feature everyone because they're all under 205, apart from Dave the Bastard. Yeah. He can be, he can be GM. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be just Dave the Bastard versus Saxon Huxley. The only two lads over 205 yeah. anymore, it seems. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, from, from uh, Daniel Daniel Bryan being the only other uh, I was high say, profile. There was also another loser leaves the brand. There was also another high profile match that we've yet to discuss. <laughs> um, my bold prediction is um, Daniel double, Bryan, double or nothing. Yeah, double or nothing. It goes to John Moxley uh, debut. Because to be honest, if if the show ends with Omega standing over Orange Cassidy. They're gonna need something a little bit more. They're gonna need someone at the end to appear. Would he be allowed to appear? Yes. I know. Because, I know his contract's just run out. Does yeah, that mean because that he's he, free to do whatever. Because his contract's expired at the correct time, it's not been terminated. Fair enough. He's now free to do as he wishes. Literally the hottest free agent. Yeah. That. That. Uh... Title that gets banded around far too yeah. often. As I'm the hottest free region around, and we've signed him. Yeah, but you're actually just LA Knight, and you're doing fuck all. Um, <laughs> to your Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you know what? Might continue to literally be the highest free agent around right now. Yeah, but who would you rather sign, Samoa Joe or Daniel Bryan? I mean, ideally, you get both in, but now, you only have budget for one. So who you pick? Which? Which man with concussion problems would I, <laughs> would I more like to sign? <laughs> uh, I would probably go with Daniel Bryan currently. Ooh, that shocked me from you because I, I know uh, you're a big I know. I know. Um, only because Bryan's actually been back in the ring and doing things. I haven't seen Joe wrestle in a very long time. I genuinely don't yeah. know if he can go or not. Uh, it's been two years, So I believe. Well, you know, Christian was out for seven years and, you know, he's come back and he looks all right. Yeah, but I am buying tickets to see fucking Christian. You know. All right, bagging on Christian. Not unless you're bagging on him, but was he, was he, I'm sorry, did he feature on Blood and Guts? No. Uh, no, because uh, Blood and Guts was only actually live for an hour. So only you. So, so literally that last hour was the only yeah, yeah. live. The rest of yeah. it was essentially so, AEW Dark. Yeah, yeah. So the fans there, they only got to see the Blood and Guts match live. They watched the first hour on the big screen. Which was apparently written all over the tickets and everything. 
to be honest, it was twenty dollars. I would have paid twenty dollars to see that prison goods match. Yeah, yeah, that's nothing. But yeah, uh, they offered refunds for people that couldn't read the tickets, and uh, five people took them up on the offer. The sad fucks. I'm hoping they were legitimate, illiterate people. Uh, Which, is in Florida, I assume it's probably true. They're the type of fans that give wrestling fans a bad name, like the whiny internet fucks. I really hope it was Everton shirt fan, the turd coat. If someone offers him a front row seat anywhere, like he's going to be there, like, can you put my camera aside? Yeah, yeah. Put you on the hard cam, mate. Yeah, can you wear your fucking Everton shirt like a lunatic? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's probably never seen him play live, mate. Yeah, he's only a fan of him because Sylvester Stallone is. <laughs> Speaking of NXT faithfuls, uh, shall we move on to talk about NXT TakeOver Faithful 4 way, Andrew? Yes, we can, because I feel that this now is pretty much peak nostalgia NXT for me. I think this this is wow. this is where we start. This is is going to be a very, very interesting conversation. Just fantastic bollocks. (laughs) And, yeah, (laughs) I'm looking forward to this one. It's uh, it's interesting that you say fantastic bollocks because that is literally a phrase I've used for one of the segments. Good, good, because, yeah, uh, just feel that there's some fantastic bollocks in this. So we open uh, with the fact that there is a new voice on commentary. <sighs> yeah. Don't yeah. be too sad that Mr. William Regal has now dethroned JBL and become GM. <laughs> um, that wasn't what I was signing for, to be honest. Okay. Um, um, saying that, so Regal's GM now, Benoit's yeah. 2014. That means he's been GM of NXT for seven years. Yeah. That must be a WWE record. <sighs> no other GM could no, ever have lasted that long, surely. No, um, Teddy Long. Teddy Long was there for time, mate. But I don't how, know. How long, though? Seven years. <sighs> I, I would say it's close. He's managed to get through a very volatile. Attitude era into Ruthless Aggression era of SmackDown. Yeah. And you're saying he lasted all seven years without getting kayfabe fired. Come on. Oh, no. Come he on. Got, he, got, he got fired weekly, but, you know, he'd always rock up the next week. <laughs> Booking <laughs> matches with the Undertaker. And <laughs> he he uh, knew we got ratings. He fucking did. There's a reason I'm always SmackDown on, you know, SmackDown versus Raw GM mode. I thought it's because you wear massive suits like Teddy Long. <laughs> I, I, I struggle to find suits that fit me, so yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, yeah, so obviously with Regal now being GM, that does leave an empty slot on the commentary table alongside our friends TV's Tom Phillips. Yeah. Well, at least that child that's pretending to be TV's <laughs> Tom Phillips. <laughs> and Boren Saxon. Uh, a man no, who... No, no, now heel Byron Saxon. Uh, a man who has not aged and whose dress sense has possibly got worse. This week, he <laughs> is wearing his Liverpool FA Cup white suit. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's got worse. I'm saying he's got paid more money. 
Which is the main. It's making worse choices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we now have Renee Young, who has yeah. been promoted from her backstage interview role. Uh, honestly, not a good show for her, I thought. It's it's interesting no, as we go. There was a lot. There was a lot of wows, and then not much follow up. And there was another word that she kept using, just the one word, and it fucking escapes me now. But I was like, "You're gonna you're gonna ruin this if you say it for me," because I didn't notice. Yeah. This so if you got, remember what it is later, it's gonna be funny. This got this has got mentioned when she was doing a raw commentary, and the fact that I read it. And then that immediately got put into my brain. Right. And then going back and watching this, I was like, oh, fuck, it's been there the whole time. <laughs> Excellent. I will look out for that as we keep going. Uh, we also have a new ring announcer. Yes. Eden slash Brandy Rose uh, is no longer available. Yeah, I believe she got called up to Raw. Yes, I think so. Uh, instead, we have Jojo. Yeah. Who always sings America the Beautiful. America the Brave, I don't know what it's called. Uh, she always sings before the show. She takes that Lily and Garcia spot. Lovely. Of the girl who thinks she can sing really well, turns out she's just okay. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, a it's, cl- it's a classic American vibe. Yeah, I know, right? In fairness, it's never going to beat when we were at um, the United Centre to watch the Blackhawks play. And that dude comes out and, sit, um, and sings our Sanford. And that place was rocking. It was, to be fair. Fucking hell, that's class. Uh, anyway. Even, even though I felt patriotic. I know, yeah. I was like, can I get citizenship now? <laughs> I'm so old, lads. <laughs> I bought all the merch, for fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway, the show starts... Uh, with the Ascension coming out last for the first time as champions during our, our run of uh, NXT takeovers. <laughs> our three show run. Yes. Well, they've only had three shows. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> and uh, the Lucha Dragons, as they are now definitely called, with Kalisto and his brand new partner, Sin Cara, as he yeah. sacked off Ricky Rodriguez. Who was dog shit? They found him another masked Mexican. Try saying that three times fast. <laughs> um, and so it's against Kalisto and Sincara. Sincara is still shit. Uh, it was better than I remembered. <laughs> it was yeah. better than main roster Sincara. Admittedly, yeah, they're two different people, but still. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is the Sin Cara uh, version one. She's using that Matt Hardy gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this all came about from a precursor to the Dusty Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a good old fashioned number one contenders tournament. Exactly. That featured Enzo More and Big Cass, um, Jason Jordan and Ty Dillinger. Jesus. Mojo Rawley and Bill Dempsey. Sorry, for fuck's sake. Paul Dempsey. <laughs> Bill, the, Bill Dempsey. That is actually what my autocorrect changes it to later. Um, Paul Dempsey, which is something we will get to later on. We'll touch on it very briefly, putting that one. 
last last my last twenty minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, the board villains. We had Sami Zayn and Adam Rose. Yeah, I saw that and just like, how how did that one work? That is literally that is literally what I was thinking. This is the Dusty Cup, man. That is the team of just weird shit. I'm surprised they didn't win. <laughs> if Sammy yeah. wasn't in that main event, that's that's the shit. Yeah, right? yeah. That would have been um, the most over team as well. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Tyson Kidd and Justin Gabriel, which on paper, to be honest, they probably should have run with that. Uh Cardo and Kalisto and Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy. Who got bounced in the first round by Sincaro yeah, and Kalista. Well, now we're like ever rising at that point, so. How dare you? How dare you? I'm not going to bite. I'm, tell me I'm wrong. I'm not going to bite. You are just simply wrong. Uh, <laughs> you got any thoughts on the actual match itself? Boring. Uh, it right. didn't really sort of right. arrive until Kalisto got the hot tag. Right, so this is what I've got. Best tag match, best tag team title match we've seen so far, which admittedly isn't saying much. Cause it's it a low bar, yeah. Two squash smashes. Um, how did Kalisto not become the next Roma Mysterio? Really Mate, honestly, one. I know. <laughs> he, he's got he's got a fuck ton of charisma. Well, a very a very the, good the, move. The promo so. at the end was terrible. But yeah, I'm, I'm talking charisma in the ring. I because you know oh, Ray, Ray, Ray can't cut a promo. And uh, just as a little side note, um, Connor could probably work as a mid card main event heel with a manager or as a heater for someone. He's quite a big dude. I never realised until he was in the ring with um, three smaller wrestlers. Yeah, he's quite thick. Yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about Ascension, and I was very much on the bandwagon then in NXT, yeah. and, and I kind of got it at all. <laughs> to be honest, these three takeovers have, have not done them any justice whatsoever. They they do not get booked well at all, and certainly on these takeovers, they've not showcased anything. Like I said, considering this is the best match that we've seen of them so far, yeah. because they've actually but, almost had a team, and they go and fucking lose. I can't actually what? remember them putting on like a a, a twenty minute Mac classic. I got yeah, not not. I the just way remember that's... them having like a having like a, a brutal finisher. Yeah, and fall a man. Yeah, and I know very much in the Legion of Doom elk of no would destroy teams in five minutes. Yeah, send everyone um... home happy. But that doesn't really fit in the whole NXT vibe. It should have actually worked on the main main roster. I'm still very and yeah, sure somehow it was the yeah somehow it was the other way around. It worked completely on NXT at that time, where they would just smash whoever came in for about two years. I mean, it's just uh, weird, man. Uh, honestly, it looked like an early blueprint. Now, looking back, as similar gimmick, sort of. To the authors of pain, that sort of. That was what I was going to say, but they did get the chance to put on twenty mini matches at yeah, the end. Yeah, that, like them against DIY. Yeah, where yeah. Every, everyone got injured. Yeah, yeah, everybody was just <laughs> destroyed. But you know, they they did have the opportunity to actually have matches at times. It was slightly different. And also, so. um, 
as a little off point, I think Paul Ellering would have actually been a good manager for Nia Sanchez. He would. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I, I remember being a little bit salty at the, at the time and kind of watching it back, I forgot that yeah, yeah. at least on that, on that point. Like I said, I, I, I was thinking more down the line. I was, was going to say, who did you think when the belt? Because I actually didn't get a chance to reply to it because you were just like, oh, I think I know how I've lost the belt. And then like within like five minutes of me sending I know. my gift, you're like, never mind. No, I, was I, like, I, I was wrong. Then, like, when I watched it, uh, well, in fairness, I think we watched it the same night, just a bit afterwards. When I watched it, I didn't think they were dropping the belt then, to be fair. Yeah, exactly, you know. Uh, I, thought, I I know Lucha Dragons had it at some point, but I, yeah. I would have actually put good money on them doing a the page, vacating the belt, going up to the main roster, and then them doing another tournament. I yeah, pretty much that. what they'd already done. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I 100% thought it was Blake and Murphy. Ooh. Uh, I honestly thought that it was them that broke the the sort of streak because obviously this time um, Alexa Bliss obviously lost in the semi-finals to Charlotte. No. uh, Yeah, yeah. Or Charlotte. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. You were right. Yeah, but Sasha Banks comes to like Oh, she loses to Natty, doesn't she? Yes. Yes. There you go. Um, yeah, so she's she's lost in the semi-finals of that. She, she's getting a little bit of a push, and I think that's then when they change her character. She obviously joins with Blake and Murphy. I assume after they lose in that first round, or around that time, comes in, helps them, they start to win, and then they end up with the tiles and being a pretty good tactic, and I can't yeah. lose it. Right. Do you want to talk about the first squash match of the night? Uh, to be honest, I would rather talk a little bit first about the Adrian Neville promo that he cuts, obviously, because they, they all get a chance yeah, uh, yeah. to cut a promo before the main event of the Fatal 4 the whole reason yeah. why this takeover is called such. Uh, that he's undefeated in 2014. Bear in mind, we're into September. So, yeah, it's not a bad feat. Dece. And he cuts a very thin Balor promo. He runs all his opponents. He's like, beat him. Sami Zayn, beat him. Yeah. Tyson Kidd, beat him. It's it's very much, you uh, know, Pete Dunne, beat him. <laughs> you know, just, just go around and shout, beat him at people. I'll, I'll go back to, um, I keep going to call it a pack because... Fucking it's fine, you can. I fucking hate the name Asian Neville now. No. And the fact that we've got Jojo, so it's Asian Neville! Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's proper on oh, it's so good. And, um, and yeah, because uh, it's been booked very, very weirdly with a bit of retrospective. I know why I've done it, but we'll discuss that at the end. Or So yeah. we'll pop a pin in that one now. Um, but yeah, so sorry, that, that was just... Uh, a nice little kind of mirror that, that I, I kind of saw there. I, I like the fact that it, it was a very mature Finn Balor thing at that time. I'm like, yeah, that's nice. I like what you're doing here. So, uh, but yeah. yes, the, uh, the the squash match then. Yeah. Um, this An actually, interesting squash match, though. Yeah. This actually took me by surprise because I was like, ha, Baron Corbin's already in the ring. Already in the ring. But aren't they going, he's already in the ring. 
pretty sure he can kind of go. But it's bear, bear in mind this was his was it his in ring debut or his takeover debut? Because obviously he yeah I know he it's was featured one. in the background because he was like um, Corey Graves' follower disciple when he was running that gimmick. And this is very early NXT. Uh, um, like he, he was in that sort of entourage, you know, because he's like six foot seven. And yeah, intimidating as fuck. Got a lot of tattoos. But yeah, literally, like, literally just typed uh, on an NXT debut according to my phone. No, I think you're right. Yeah. So, um, so it was like Corbin already in the ring, lol. And then it was just end of days, game over. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, that, that's one way to get him over. I didn't hate it. Um, to be honest, now finisher is still. Amazing now. Mate, we, we, we still know that at the end of days, the um, Deep Six and the other one that I always forget, the fact that he had three big power moves that were all kind of legit finishes if you wanted him to. Yeah. He, he still gets yeah. a real bad rap, this Corbin. Um, well, uh, in I fairness, mate, we was on the bandwagon at one point of anyone but Corbin. Oh, yeah, because everybody was anyone but Corbin. No one wanted to actually win anything, really. And, but uh, he puts but, people over and stuff, man. But know. honestly, if we're, if we're talking about now, I I would actually really like him to drop the King gimmick. Oh, um, yeah. Go on to Raw and just start destroying people. And I think I'd probably buy into that more. Yeah. I think he could have a great feud with Sheamus. Oh, I don't care which one. Shit. I don't care which one's heel or face. Just let them beat the shit out yeah. of each other. It'll I don't fine. need such things. Um, I like the fact um, that CJ Parker has been on every takeover and basically loses. Yeah, great, great job for him. Um, Renee drops in. <laughs> basically, Renee has very much <laughs> replaced. I've, uh, I've just remembered the other word. Brilliant. Save it for a second. So she comes in and describes Baron Corbin as a walking hot topic shirt. Made me laugh. Like well done. Uh, and then also then drops the sort of terrible line of maybe now Parker can be recycled. Oh, oh. Oof. Oof. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Uh, go on. What what is the other word? Shatter. Yeah. So uh, shatter my so, world. So to go along with the word wow, she also goes, Oh a lot. Like a hell of a lot. Oh. And then and then doesn't follow it up with fucking anything. Oh. It's a, it's almost up there with uh, Stephanie McMahon on the Raw and Book Commentary. Oh. So like, oh and that sort of vibe. Okay. So you know I'll, uh, I'll enjoy that next time out. <laughs> I've just ruined your NXT commentary for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> My apologies. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, then we move on to another decent promo for the Battle Way by Titan Kid this time. I like that one. Describes what you think is all the other competitors. And then he goes, and then there are three other dudes in there. I'm like, all right, all right. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, I think maybe under like underappreciated him a little bit, Tarsen Kid at the time. Uh, but look at, looking be... back, uh, 
I could never buy him as the NXT champion. Oh, mate, he would never. have been such a dull motherfucker as a champ. Like, nah, it's not going uh, anywhere. One thing I will say for him, I I did like his ring gear from the evening. Okay. But, you know, solid wrestler. Very much a Cesaro or Sazaro huh. um, of NXT back in the day. But, you know, a uh, great tag team wrestler. That's where I prefer to see him, to be fair. Ironically, with Sazaro. Yeah, yeah. Sazaro. And, uh, yes, yeah, so that then brings us on to what I'm hoping is what you described as fabulous bollocks. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. Yes. As soon as soon as they turned up, I went, oh, yes. Now I remember where this has come from. This storyline was marvellous. If this had gone on a little bit longer and I, and I watched the sort of stuff in between, this is my Al Wilson. This, <laughs> this shit is gold. Oh, my God. To be honest, I'm shocked that you've not watched like the following weeks NXT. I'm uh, pretty sure you're going to fit it in at some point. I, I might try, but I'm a little scared of Marcus Louis. We've all we've all seen him bald. Yeah, yeah. He's an ugly motherfucker. I don't really want to be seeing him on the yeah. TV screens. It scares me. Uh, so it is. Well, essentially, it's Enzo Amore versus Sylvester Lafour. Yeah. However, the context of this match is it is a hair versus hair match. I can't really remember the real reasons behind any of the rivalry. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. Uh, yeah, because well, that doesn't even make sense. Now I'm thinking about it. I, I, I just remember that big bowl of essentially Veet. I think Imac. that's the Yeah. Imac, 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 that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's just absolute fucking madness. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> it's just, oh my God. I don't understand. <sighs> Okay, no, because they, they were just there for that. Because otherwise, I was thinking, why, why did the whole dog grooming thing matter so much? But they were only, <laughs> there, but they were only there because the rivalry had already got to that point where they were looking to find things for hair removal. So it wasn't like that was Sylvester <laughs> LaFort's dog, and he was like, ah, oh, you dickhead. You've yeah. dog all bored um, because it was a poodle French, no. you know. Didn't that segment also debut Carmella? It did, and that's why it's just it, such fabulous bollocks. Because if I remember correctly, she lost her job as a hairdresser, so therefore she had, had to, to go to the dog grooming, yes. Then they fucking lost her job there because Enzo's a twat. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow she goes, you know what? You've been working at the performance centre for fucking months. You've already been a Rosebud. How about you just come and be our manager for a bit? You know, in the NXT game bag way. <laughs> um, I'm just going to point out I've got zero notes about the actual match itself. Zero um, notes? Thought it was dog shit. Um, the 10 minute vamp that they let Enzo do. Uh, say what you want about him as a person. Prick. But honestly, fucking gold on the mind. The boy could get over. The fact that I still, as soon as he started, I knew exactly what it was. You know. 
My name what? is Enzo Amore, and I'm a certified Gino bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. <laughs> this man right here, this is big cast, and he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. <laughs> so what I really liked about it was uh, was him naming certain hairstyles. How you doing? How you doing? Pompadour. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> Bob! It's like, just, this is such shit. Oh, my God. It, it was literally just a carbon copy of the Stone Cold Steve Austin what from back in 2001, where he would do it with different alcohols. It's essentially the yeah. same vibe. One beer, another beer. It's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. But, you know, fabulous bollocks. It was, it was it, so it really, good. It really covers up the fact that Enzo can't actually go. Yeah. I mean, everything else about it was terrible. I don't remember the match in any way. I, I remember big, that it, that it big was... Big Cass was green as fuck. Because, you know, they considered Enzo a better worker. Let, just let that sink in. I know. Yeah, he was getting the actual <laughs> match, wasn't he? Um, so yeah, the Sylvester Lafour and Marcus Louis, the Legionnaires. Terrible name. It's not a terrible name. They were French. It did work. Ah, come on. Let, let's be less generic, WWE. And as I called them, the Frenchies. Rene Beret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking of Rene, she loves, uh, sorry, she lives for this, this stuff. Um, what do you know about hair, Byron? You don't even have a cool fade. I genuinely laughed at that one. I was like, yeah, fuck you, Byron. <laughs> Absolutely and, uh, done you. And this is when the Byron ribbon started, I think. I much think you can probably, pin, probably pinpoint it to that moment. He's gone, oh, God. Regal's gone. And now I'm going to get teased for the rest of my life. Yeah. I was making good points, according to Regal, <laughs> for the past two weeks. Oh, God. Um, yeah, man. It just, I loved it. Oh, just, yeah. That storyline is, is peak NXT. Just then trying anything. Anything. If it works, it works. The, the true meaning of developmental. What is the uh, next segment you've got on the docket? Uh, next segment for me now is the third promo, which right, is okay. Tyler Breeze getting his two cents worth. It Same also thing. meant that I got to shout, shut up, Dana. As Dana Brooke appears alongside Dasha Fuentes. Two little, two little stooges that come to oh. see Prince Pretty. And he's like, I, uh, bah, be gone with you. I didn't notice this. Terrible, man. Terrible. Uh, and then we come back to Tom Phillips uh, boasting about how you can watch this on J Sports 3, Japan's first ever uh, takeover. I'm like, oh, cool, nice. Oh, all right. Fair play, Japan. I wonder, then, I wonder, where, I wonder oh, where this is leading to. Oh, hello, Mr. William Beagle. You just happen to have an announcement, do you? Yeah. Is you've had a certain Japanese gentleman work house shows? <laughs> it seems they get introduced by Hulk Hogan and Jimmy the Mouth from the South Heart. Uh, like, okay. It, that seems it, a strange one to me. It's amazing. Um, how much a big deal Kenta was. He got the Hulk Hogan rub in Japan. 
And yet, that, that, that's how big of a deal and I thought he was. It's such a shame his shoulder got fucked over. Yeah. And it took him to go back to Japan to get his heat back, essentially. It, it really did, because he's also, been so overshadowed by Shinsuke turning up a few years later and uh, yeah. just been fucking awesome. To, no one cared about a day of time at all. No, didn't at the time. I mean, now, now video going around of him hitting the, uh, the GTS the night before WrestleMania. Oh, mate, the, yeah, yeah. I, the, my, my, my notes basically. Popping, which, to be just, honest, it led to the um, takeovers before the main show ones. So, you know, you probably got Hideo to partly thank for that, to be fair. Yeah, probably. Um, you know, him coming out going, oh, it's my dream to be NXT champ. And in my head, I was like, yep. And it's also your dream to tease the GTS every fucking week <laughs> because those marks will lap it up in the crowd. You you saying that like you wasn't one of them marks. Oh, I was sitting there every week going, he's going to fucking Lee, he's going to fucking hit it this week. Never did. Until that one week we bloody did. At a house show. Yeah. Probably, probably <laughs> Lowell, Massachusetts. Not everyone, not, not everyone watched on a grainy Twitter video at the time. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. yeah, so Hideo Itami is now part of the NXT roster. Yeah. And he already has a match booked for next week. He'll be going up against both um, of these. Well, that was booked after the, uh, after the segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was, yeah, that was, that was a little breaking news shortly after, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether it's immediately this week. Sorry, no, the following week. Isn't it Finn Balor? Or does that just happen? Because I remember him debuting as Hideo's partner. But I don't know if he had a generic NXT partner. Because Balor wasn't a, um, wasn't like a takeover, sit in the crowd or announcement. He just rocked up on a, he just rocked up on an NXT episode. Hey, the industry watches him. And also, the, um, he did also have one of the best matches ever just on an NXT weekly show against Shinsuke Nakamura, which I know is a favourite of yours. I fucking love NXT, man. It's just good shit. I need to find that gif out again and start sending it to people. Uh, then we move on to the next squash match of the evening. Uh, one, to be honest, yeah. I'm assuming you didn't mind. <laughs> no, I didn't mind. Um, my first note, my very first note when I saw who both competitors was, was Jesus Christ, this will be shite. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, then, it was a squash match. Yeah, and then I just put Munster Squash win for Bull. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> really didn't. I thought Mojo was going over. Really? Well, I thought Mojo was going over. Nah, Adam, man. Adam carrying the American flag at the fucking last takeover. Yeah, but it's a Pratt, though, isn't he? <laughs> uh, and he beats... Did he beat TJ Parker in the first one? Well, Parker always fucking loses. So yeah. probably. Yeah, but he's a Pratt, though, isn't he? And, and Ball was getting a bit of a push. <laughs> he's a Pratt, no, isn't he? A Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 1970s friend Andrew Scarl, everybody. It's bad. Absolutely crap. Um, 
So we've got a bull heel turn because he destroys his partner in the faux Dusty Cup classic. Um, I miss Bull Dempsey, man. I just, I just miss shouting his name just for no real reason. Just going around going, boom, boom. It's like that, that shit was over, man. Fucking love that shit. No, it wasn't as over as Bullfit. Oh, yeah. Remember when we got to retweet that because the um, the bull at the bull ring yeah, was yeah. all decked out in, yeah. uh, in the stuff. But, and they actually, they used the same hashtag, Bullfit. Yeah. And I was like, what? nah, 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 nah. Just give me a good bridge with this. One time you went fishing on Twitter and actually caught something. Yep. You're welcome. All right, yeah. it wasn't quite the Pete Dunn um, how yeah, to get a carry two belts in his mouth. No, no, how to fit a trophy in his mouth. Sorry, my bad. It's a tweet, yeah. I, it's a tweet I still remember to this day, mate, because my phone blew up. Yep, and now you've deleted it because you've removed all of our tweets. Shocking. You know, I can strike gold twice, mate. It might take a while, but I can do it. I've got faith in myself. You should have faith in me too. I do, I do. I also have faith in Enzo and Big Cass because we got to return to those motherfuckers. Oh, God. <laughs> this was too much, to be honest. And then, and then Renee, she comes out with, he looks like a chia pet. Oh, like, all right, that one's funny. That one's all right. That's pretty good. He did look like a chia pet. It's a very American joke. Yeah. I got it mainly because I've watched um, uh, Wayne's World. Uh, and then I enjoyed the fact that they had a shout out to BuzzFeed. Oh, yeah. That was just really odd. Is BuzzFeed still a thing? I, don't, I think so. I think they still do BuzzFeed quizzes and shit, don't they? Uh, I genuinely don't know. I don't know. Because either way, he made me a, I was like, oh, yeah, and that was a thing from about five years ago. And this has been a. It's been lost since it's a, it's a very much <laughs> mid uh, 2010 sort of thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's got all over BuzzFeed. Now I suppose we've got more Reddit. That's kind of yeah. overtaken it now, isn't it? Uh, but anyway. a good old-fashioned uh, pop culture reference, and there, there it was. It just come along nicely. <laughs> um, then we move on to Bailey versus Charlotte. We get... <laughs> yeah, you're on your own on this one, son. We get a little uh, Bailey vignette sort of beforehand. And so in, in that, she just sounded so genuine as well. And that's why I'm really glad that she's had the success and stuff that she's had afterwards and kind of yeah. didn't get obviously in NXT because genuinely really, really fucking cared about the whole business and stuff. And yeah, man, I just, I really like Bailey. I think she's cool. Um, yeah. Big big fan of Bailey then, big fan of Bailey now. Yeah, exactly. The, the fact that she's managed to evolve that character and, and turn from being an incredible baby face, ridiculous, yeah. literally hugging people in the crowd, you know, like it, it's it's full on. If there's a small child there, he was yeah. a headband. I, uh, I, I still want that gimmick to come back at some point. Yeah. It, it doesn't really work with no fans. You need fan interaction for that. Uh... Yeah, you do, yeah. So you look like a bit of a twat right now, just yeah, yeah. throwing scrunchies into the, yeah, yeah. the TV screen. This wouldn't work, would it? <laughs> um, so no, I just thought she was sort of great there. Um, I, just, I hadn't heard that theme song in so long either. 
because obviously she's been heel now for for a long time. You know, cut, cut down the wavy arm inflatable tube head. But uh, I think that was the first time they used that as well. Was it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, well, uh, well, no, well, I don't think we've seen a match of hers yet, have we? So. Now, um, now Tom Phillips doing the uh, Family Guy reference, which always makes me laugh. Yeah, I'd, I'd have literally... to write that down to make sure I've got it the right order. Because be he, he literally said it in the same vein, same tone, everything. I was like, ha. Huh. Just good shit. Uh, we did also have to see Izzy. I don't know if you noticed her. Didn't notice her. I was one, looking. One of, the first, one of the first children that she bumped on, because that's how Izzy became famous. In NXT fan status, yeah, no, no, Latino John Fathero. Now he's there, and yeah, he's got, yeah, he's he's got him his whole camera spot back now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, good lad, the good lad he is. Uh, the original Everson shirt fan, that's right. Yeah, we represent. Um, the chemistry that that women's division kind of built up through NXT, just superb, man. The fact that obviously, you know, we haven't even seen Becky Lynch yet. We haven't yeah. seen Carmella yet. We've not really seen Alexa Bliss yet. The amount of people that are going to sort of come in and around and, and have that chemistry is just going to be... In fairness, we've not actually her. seen... We've not actually seen Sasha Banks wrestle yet. No, sorry, yeah. We've not we've not actually seen that her wrestle yet. She did make it to the semi-finals. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of good shit going on. Um, I think that's that's testament to kind of how that women's revolution, if you want to call it that, did did happen. Yeah, because they they just let them. This is what they should have been doing in fucking two thousand three. Maybe not exactly with the talent they had, but they had some talent there. If they're actually yeah. just letting wrestle, things might have happened. Um, so you got you got to give NXT a lot of credit for actually just letting these women. Do their job, <laughs> you know, because they're going to put on some good shit. All right, this this isn't the most cleanest of matches that, that they've had, but it kind of it, it very much sets up the base for that rivalry that they're going to have for, throughout the whole time. Charlotte's always going to be that top dog, or at least yeah. think that she is throughout, and that's going to circulate throughout all of the women yeah. that are there. Yeah, and that's definitely been going on for about seven years now. Yeah. Uh, and we saying they can't book long term. I know, right. <laughs> um, and, and you can kind of see where Bailey does become kind of the, the forgotten woman of the, of the four horsewomen. To start with, yeah. obviously, eventually, she's the only one that doesn't get called up at the time. Hey, what the fuck? So, yeah, it's going to be um, strange. Um, in terms of the actual match itself, uh, obviously, Charlotte does retain, because it makes sense. Um, that's kind of how the storyline's going. Um, Sasha comes out, and you think it's just because she's used to be friends with Charlotte because they were the BFFs. They split yeah. up a little bit in that time. She comes I out. Think picks, were, I think they were teasing it, and then that just yeah, just confirmed the cracks, didn't it? Yeah, she comes out, kicks the shit out of Bailey. To spoiler alert, maybe set something up for following takeover. Uh, she's very much ratchet, as you touched on last time out. <laughs> yeah. She's very much ratchet. Or if you're a little half of the crowd, no, she's not. Weird champ. Sasha's ratchet. No, she's not. Like, uh, it's quite work, yeah. but you stick uh, with it, lads. 
And, and also, at the time, we were like, what the fuck should Ratchet mean? Oh, you say at the time, still not sure. <laughs> I still have no definitive answer of what the hell Ratchet means, Lee. Yeah, uh, I obviously did look it up at the time. Uh, it's now escaped my vocabulary because I'm not <laughs> called Urban Dictionary, yeah. I'm not called anyone Ratchet in a very long time. I'm probably the last person I called Ratchet with you. Yeah, probably about five <laughs> years ago when you called me Ratchet and we've not used it since. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, the whole women's division kind of rolls on. The foundations are there. We know we're going to get some good matches going forward. Looking forward to it. Uh, then we, we get the final vignette, and it's Sami Zayn's promo for the four-way. It's yeah. amazing, amazing how many matches he's lost now. Like he does literally never win the big one. They, this yeah. whole booking at the moment, he's he is the underdog every yeah. fucking time. He never wins. No, they book it well. To be fair, yeah. Although in here they're saying that apparently he's many people's favourite for this fateful way. Like from what you've just shown me, you can't fucking be. Never wins. <laughs> you know what? What evidence are you going on? Uh, but as the match does go on, as we see, maybe they do. Um, they actually managed to have a tag match on Raw. Yeah, the week I before. actually actually remembered this because yeah. it was quite a big thing at the time. Certainly was. They put on an absolute barnstormer, and if you look the reaction of the woman on the front row when Neville hits the, the red arrow, it's a genuine gasp and actually turns to her husband who was with her, like, I can't really see that. Yeah. So, you, you can't really well, argue he did his job, man. As I said on, um, as I said on the broadcast, uh, red arrow was trending after, uh, well, drawing Raw from that week. Yeah, it's good shit, man. Uh, the crowd was absolutely brutal to Titan Kid, man. Fucking hell. Just, I swear they called him like Natty's wife. It's like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was a whole, uh, that was a whole gimmick at the time. That's why you had the headphones on. Yeah, I know, but they're shouting Natty's wife. Like, well, yeah, it's husband, but okay. Doesn't, doesn't really have a ring to it, does it? Uh? No, but the whole sort of, but, but you know, low key calling them a bitch is fine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought they absolutely fucking murdered him. I've got to say, there wasn't that much flow to the match sort of early on. I was a little bored kind of at the start. Sort of like first five, um, five sort of ten minutes of it. I thought it was too choppy to begin with because yeah, I split. They split like the two feuds which was going on at a time. Had had them wrestle two either ends in the arena essentially. Yeah. Which I found it a bit difficult to uh, watch. I did, however, like the fact that they merged two feuds into one storyline. Which is something they never do now. They should really maybe explore that avenue again. You know, just to, just to create a bit more. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because also it, it it essentially created another feud out of this end result. Oh, so. it, it certainly does. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I think it's always difficult in in these sort of multi man matches to have that flow because you always feel that. One spot should just get broken up by the other man. There should always be a spare man, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's not like say a triple threat where yeah, one guy could get hit out of the ring and you know could be incapacitated in some way, so two guys just go at it for a bit. 
in like a fair four way, you know, well, how do you occupy two other guys to have a, yeah. a, a finish somewhere? Um, so I thought they did, you know, some good work afterwards. The way they pushed Tyler Breeze down the, the back stretch, I was like, fucking hell. Like, he's going to win. He, he hits he hits um, a beauty shot. He hits a supermodel kick. Um, yeah. He lays someone else out, and you think, fucking hell, man. They, they might actually sort of, yeah. how does he not win it here? He doesn't yeah, get that they, win. They give him a surprise roll-up as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love the fact that... Uh, oh, no, no, sorry. Yeah, so it's the... Supermodel kick, he hits um, uh, the beauty shot. For the last guy, though, to get hit, it's only a moonsault from yeah. Adrian Neville. So it's not a red arrow. Yeah. It's only a moonsault. So once he gets out of the way and he pins that guy, it only falls as a two. Yeah. Because it's not enough to keep him down because it's only a, uh, a moonsault. It's like, all right, that's a solid booking. I like what you've done there. Um, to then kind of move it on, even more fucking Craig booking because how on earth does Sami Zayn not win off that halluva kick? Well, this match has been on for like a solid <laughs> 25 minutes. He could run everywhere else ragged. Adrian Neville has yeah. been smashed into the barricades. He comes in flying with that halluva kick. And I'm like, oh shit, Sami's actually finally getting it at his moment. And then suddenly, boom, pulls the ref out of the ring. Yeah, Sami's yeah. looking at him and going, what the yeah. fuck? Everyone else is still laid out because the Hoover kick is done. Um, I can't remember how he yeah. wipes Sammy I mean, out like, now. Um, he just chucks him into the barricade. Is that okay? Yeah, and then yeah, still, yeah. then still hits the red arrow on yeah. Tyson. Kick. He was down for fucking ages off that Hoover uh, kick, like a good minute, and then hitting a red arrow. That's the, yeah, but that's how you book it. That's why I was like, <laughs> shit, that was a nailed on three for Sammy because the guy is yeah. knocked out, you know. And then he hits that sweet little red arrow, like three beautiful right. looking. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this will bring me nicely onto my. Uh, I'm going to say a gripe, but it's not really a major thing. Perfect. Um, they really wanted to portray as Sammy as the as the like the underdog that never quite gets there, and that Neville fucked him over by dragging the ref out. Now, this is the point that really pisses me off. Sami Zayn done that to Neville at least three times in the match. <laughs> and, and not one person went, oh, it's a bit of a dick move, Sammy. You know, I thought you were friends. He does that three times to Neville. Neville does it once. And obviously, Kayfabe, they were giving him shit for it. I was like, hey, you, like know. you bastard. <laughs> and it was just like, and then Sammy's just saying, going like, oh, what the fuck? I can't believe you did that to me. I was just sat there watching it shortly before we recorded. Going, you literally did this three times to him. Um, yeah, but Sammy's just a better actor. Sammy knows how to pour it on. You've seen him as a shitbag here <laughs> later on. The lad knows how to pour it on. He has a shirt now where he's dancing on there for fuck's sake in like some lilac <laughs> suits. So, yeah. The, the the man knows how to sell it. Um, yeah, I did like the fact he was like uh, Neville's just celebrating in the ring to end the show, and like Sammy Zayn was just now dejected, still in the ring in the corner in camera shot. <laughs> Brutal. I was like, yeah, I know it leads to some good storytelling, but that was my one little gripe of. No, no, but I, I agree with you. Um, 
But the only thing people are really going to remember is that final booking. Yeah, it's like you no know, wanted to book Neville as the heel. You pull the ref out, you pull Sami Zayn out, kick him square in the nuts, and then you hit that red arrow. Job done. There's your heel versus face going forward. It is. But they, uh, they never quite did that, did they? So. No, not 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 quite. But obviously, we'll we might have different storylines going forward as we move on uh, in other takeovers. Uh, so that brings us to our ratings. Would you like to go first this time, or do you want to start? Uh, yeah, I'll go first this one because I think you went first the previous two times, so we'll mix it up just a little bit. And I think mine's a little bit controversial compared to yours. Um, 2.5. Now, I'm glad you're brave enough to do that because I, I, I consider that a lot. Because honest, it's not it's not a great takeover. When, when you look a, at the individual bits. It was a fun show to watch, but there was three squash matches. Yeah. The, the women's match was fun. But it was—I wouldn't say it was marginally better than any of the other two that we've seen on the previous ones. Uh, yeah, the main, I, the main event—it took its time to get going, and I think that kind of ruined it. Great ending, but if we're if we're scoring this overall, the more I think about it, it's lucky to be getting a two point five. I'm still going to give it the three. One because I can't. I just i I can't. I can't give right. NXT a two and a half man. I just I can't. And, uh, and I've still I've enjoyed, gonna, I've still enjoyed gonna, it for other reasons. I'm just going to say this now, even though you pretty much just confirmed it. I can't see you dropping below a three on any NXT. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to be the bad guy on this and just go. No, as booking as a whole takeover show. If you compare that to. One which was in like 2019, you know, it's night and day in a difference. Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't think anything's getting less than a three, three and a half if we go about two, three years later. But <sighs> when I said at the start of the show, this was kind of peak nostalgia for me, yeah, yeah. just the symbolics that was going on in NXT at that time, just little that- fun things. The, the little stupid storylines that they were trying out and experiments. I still want to give you that three because of, because of that. And and the main event, yeah, it wasn't that strong, but they they managed to win me around with this, the, the book at the end and stuff. So Here's what I actually think. Um, NXT at this point has got a hell of a lot of mid-carders. No main event talent. It's got, it's got Neville as the main eventer, and it's got Sami Zayn. No Z2. It Everything is. else, they're trying to work around it, I mean, which is bought, fine, because obviously it's, it's relatively new. Obviously, it changes a hell of a lot going forward in the, in the next it, few it, takeovers from what I can remember. Well, to be honest, I think it pretty much changes from next time out. Yeah. At our evolution which is our next show. You'll be watching NXT TakeOver Our Evolution. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. 
I've, I've, I've enjoyed this week. Look um, forward to, to next week. You got any other final points before I wrap it up? Oh, good, mate. I think we've touched a lot of bases here. So, uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, in that case, we are Champs Outlast. You can find us on all your major podcast networks. So, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. Go check I'm us literally going to print a list off for you so you can read them off next time. <laughs> I mean, I sometimes remember. <laughs> I don't know. I just, people know where to find podcasts for fuck's sake. Um, we are at Champs at Last on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Go check us out. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. Uh, we'll have some live tweeting coming up as well soon as um, pay per views come about. Uh, we also do have our YouTube channel, which you can still check out our podcast on there. Who knows, I may start dropping some video vignettes, whether the Leaf knows about them or not. Might start <laughs> dropping some truth bombs on people, some hot takes. Uh, um, to be honest, I will know about it because you'll have to send them to me to upload it. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll find the login. I'll get there. Uh, but yeah, that's, it, it is where you can find all of our shit. If you enjoyed this this week's show, why wouldn't you come come back next time and we'll chat more shit? Thanks very much. Have a good time.